You're listening to The Green Country, a fantasy storytelling podcast where each episode introduces a new character, creature, or facet of this fantastical land. The story follows the course of Queen Alyssa's centennial tour of her kingdom. Every 100 years, the long-lived monarch travels throughout her overgrown forest realm, meeting its inhabitants and seeing its sights. Join me each week as we explore a new and fascinating aspect of this lush, expansive world. You can learn more at www.thegreen.country, and I invite you to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. Thanks for listening. Berserker of the Revenant's Jewel Lightning crackled across a blue-black night sky, and a hungry wind rushed through the trees, insatiable. High on a rocky ridge dotted with scraggly pines, something stirred beneath the surface of the earth. Interspersed with those weather-beaten evergreens stood a number of ancient dolmens, silent and timeless in their vigilance. Below the ridgeline lay a bowl of meadowland, a gentle and smooth tract of long grasses and small wild flowers. Yet dig only several feet below the peaceful veldt, and one would find the rusted and corroded implements of war. Broken lances, cracked helms, worm-chewed shields, and the broken blades of swords. Yet nearly all who knew of that ancient place also knew better than to disturb that soil, which had on one day in the forgotten past seen the shedding of such blood as rain falling to earth. Who these ancient rivals had been could not be said, as none remained who knew the tale of their fearsome conflict. Yet the watchful stones that lined the ridge above bore time-softened carvings, detailing the heroic deeds and fateful defeats of that grand confrontation. The field had come to be known as the Meadow of Warrior's Rest. It was a place that provoked reverence and those who were wise spoke words of respect in low, hushed voices when they chanced to pass by. But on this night, as lightning ripped across the dark sky, and thunder rumbled down through the clouds to shake the earth, a chord was struck with that memory of ancient violence that yet permeated the land. On the rocky escarpment, Beneath twisting tree roots and rocky soil, a dull pulse stirred to life, or perhaps something near to life. Petrified, bony fingers twitched, awakened to movement after countless long ages of dormancy. With a dusty groan of lost eons, the entombed warrior began to shift and squirm in his earthen grave. He progressed slowly, but his strength was indomitable, and with unceasing determination he began to claw his way to the surface. It was raining harder now, 
and gouts of water sluiced down the steep cliffside, bound for the meadow below. Fat drops stung the earth, and in the chaos of thunder, wind, and lightning, the stony ground began to quiver. A bony finger poked up through the mud, and then a hand, and soon the desiccated legionnaire was borne into that dark and stormy night. He stood, the rain washing away the dirt of so many years. He was a skeleton reanimated, clad in dilapidated armor, a rusted breastplate and helm. In all the years he had slumbered, he had not loosed his grip on his fell weapon, a spiked mace that he had carried into countless battles, the favored weapon of his fighting brotherhood. A wave of lightning erupted across the sky in a blue-violet cascade of electricity, and the ancient warrior breathed in the essence of the night through nostrils which had long since turned to dust. The empty, cavernous sockets which had once held his eyes now glowed with a strange witch-light, and he turned his head to survey the landscape. Through those lost years he looked back, and though he found in his eroded memory no name for himself, he did, even in the rainy twilight, recognize the gentle bowl of meadowland where he had met his valorous fate. He recalled the clash of steel, the shouts and cries of soldiers, in what would prove for many to be the fight of their life. He remembered the taste of blood on the wind, and the moment he had locked eyes with the warrior who had slain him, a tall elfin woman who bore a long, curved scimitar. As quickly as they had arisen, these vivid impressions of the past receded into the rainy night, and once more gazing towards the low meadow, the revenant warrior began to walk. In his petrified heart there still pulsed the will to fight, resist, and defend at any cost. Though any concept of what side he fought for had been dulled to a blur against the persistence of time's wheel. The determination that drove him forward was not only born of his fighting spirit. No, there was an unnatural vitality that carried him onward. Skeletal feet inside of tattered leather boots tromped down the muddy path that led to the field below. His decayed mind drifted to the day of the great battle, and he saw once more the elfin woman who had laid him to rest. As soon as their gaze had locked amid the chaos of the battlefield, he knew one of them would fall. This realization had been mutual, and in a breath's time they were racing towards one another, weapons held high. Their confrontation burned with a wild intensity and was over within moments. He deflected her slash with a gruff blow from his spiked mace, and the blade rattled in her hands. He reeled back, gathering momentum for a counterstrike, but this had been his mistake. He underestimated the swiftness of his opponent's recovery. 
his nameless rival subdued the unruly weapon in her hands, and by some uncanny skill channeled its force into a blinding thrust. He stopped mid-swing, her curved blade pierced below his breastplate and protruded from his back. He fell to his knees, hand still tight around the handle of his mace. She held his gaze, and he sensed the woman's determination, though not malice. Now, taking in his opponent free of the constraints of single combat, he could admire her pose and formidable bearing. Her hair was pulled into a tight ponytail, and her armor shone brightly in the midday sun. She herself was a masterful blade, self-honed to deftness and sharpness. He was not ashamed to have fallen by her blade. As he slumped over, she dashed away and was subsumed by the confusion around them. As he lay dying in the bountiful grass of that green meadow, he reached a gloved hand into his breastplate and drew forth a heavy necklace. Set into the metal pendant lay a gem that shone with the redness of blood, though when the light touched it at certain angles, it glowed with the deep green of moss after a rainfall. He considered the amulet for a moment, his vision beginning to darken. The sounds of upheaval around him died away as his focus crystallized on the strange stone. With a swift movement, he brought the heavy handle of his war mace down onto the gem, shattering it into sparkling dust. He fell back against the earth, and as he did, felt a foreign power creep into his body and take hold there. The charm had worked, and in so knowing, he surrendered to the waves of darkness that lapped at his consciousness. Days later, he had been buried along the high ridge amidst the standing stones they erected there. The once great warrior, now sworn to watch over the land, even in death. Yet his death awaited, unfulfilled. And so, on this stormy midnight, he was propelled onward, looking for any enemy who might remain to threaten his cause, whatever that cause once was. Presently the rain died away, and he continued his plodding course down to the field. A fresh wind blew, carrying on it the perfume of wildflowers and sweetgrass. Soon enough the sun had begun to rise, peeking over the horizon with its gentle golden gaze. The light mist which had settled over the field hung there, a cool blanket illuminated with the morning's new light. At last his crumbling feet had reached the dew-dappled field, and he stopped there at the edge, taking in the morning's tranquility. A far-off sound filtered into his dim awareness, the chiming of a clanking bell and slow hoofbeats. Unthinking, he resumed his march, moving forward to meet whoever was coming. A young shepherd appeared, followed by a flock of roan sheep, 
their fleece a dark brown like that of fall leaves. The shepherd, looking to be not much more than a boy, had not seen the revenant until they were nearly upon one another. The boy looked up, his eyes widening with fear, and he froze in place, staring slack-jawed at the skeletal visitor. He had come here countless mornings before, and this marked a notable difference in those typically quiet visits. The reborn crusader, too, stopped, uncertain of how a lone shepherd and his flock corresponded to his uncertain quest. The gaggle of chocolate-brown sheep alone seemed unperturbed. They paid the gaunt stranger no mind and diffused into the meadow, bleeding occasionally as they enjoyed breakfast. The youngling was no fool. He knew well the stories of the meadow and of the great battle which had given it its name. To the best of his reasoning, he thought he must be looking at the ghost of some long-dead warrior, although the skeletal specter before him seemed quite real. All he could think to do was pay his respects to the phantom champion before him. Though trembling with fear, the shepherd summoned all the bravery he could muster, and placing his hands together, one fist in the other palm, gave a low, slow bow, an ancient gesture of respect in the green country, one that had prevailed over many ages. Though the initial appearance of the shepherd had befuddled the ancient hero, this gesture of respect cut through his musty consciousness like a beam of sunlight. His purpose, everything he had fought for and died for, returned to him in an instant. Here he stood on once contested grounds, where peace now prevailed. The revenant's undead state gave him uncanny sight beyond the bounds of normalcy, and he could see that the young man before him had never known the dark worry of impending strife. He had never seen blood spilled on his doorstep, and hadn't lost brothers, sisters, or a father or mother to the rapacious jaws of war. And in his ancestral sight, the warrior reborn could see those bloody stains had not touched the shepherd's father, nor grandfather, nor countless generations before them. The ancient warrior and the shepherd stood motionless for a long time, until, at last, the shepherd couldn't help but cast his eyes upward to see if the phantom remained. And there he beheld something miraculous. The skeletal visage of the long-buried guardian was returning to the robustness and vitality the man had known in the fullness of life. That preserving magic which had protected the wounded berserker had been released, for he knew he had been successful in his charge. There was peace in the kingdom. A glow like the light of the morning sun radiated forth from the warrior, its rays piercing the decaying armor. Soon the newly restored form of the man began to dissipate, his body diffusing into countless sparks of shimmering light. Rusty mail and corroded weaponry fell into the green grass below, and at last 
The warrior's empty helm clanked to the ground, ringing with a sound of finality. The shepherd glanced around, half expecting the glimmering haunt to return, but all that could be heard was the satisfied bleating of his flock, birdsong, and the gentle whisper of cool morning wind. At the end of the day, he collected the artifacts left by the departed warrior and carried them up the steep ridge to that place where the standing stones looked down over the meadow. There he left them, and he paused to once more salute the nameless hero. Far across the valley, he heard the familiar call of a dinner bell, and so he hurried home, uncertain if anyone would believe the incredible story he had to tell. The End If you like what you just heard, be sure to visit www.thegreen.country for more great content, including beautiful illustrations, detailed character descriptions, and much more. The Green Country is also on Patreon, where a small monthly pledge will give you access to extra content, like an illustrated PDF of the story you just heard. Whether you back this project financially or simply share it with a friend, you can help this vibrant land continue to grow. Once more, that's www.thegreen.country. Thanks for listening!